Welcome to the Storytellers and Wild Creatives podcast. I am your host, Sage Adderley, and my first cup of coffee just hit. So let's go. Hey, friends. I am delighted to be here with you. It's a little hard for me to believe that we're nearing the end of July. I don't know about you, it hasn't really felt like summer to me. There's been bits and pieces, pops and moments of some summer vibe. But yeah, to think we're almost into August is kind of wackadoodle, to be honest. (laughs) But regardless of how I feel, we are entering Leo season. And y'all, I am a Leo. (laughs) So for me, it always feels like Leo season, but it is extra cool when others get on board for Leo season too. Now, you know, I don't resonate with all the things that folks say are a part of being a Leo, like Leo's being super into fashion or hyper-focused on their appearance, like taking every opportunity they can to look at their reflection in the mirror. Yep, that is not me. (laughs) Nope, that is not me. But the parts of a Leo that I do resonate with are the pieces about Leo's being bold, um, being a little outrageous, being loyal, having a big old heart, being a leader, those do feel really good. And um, yeah, I totally connect with those pieces. And Leo season is all about visibility. It is about stepping into the spotlight and allowing others to see you, to see your greatness. So I have a membership community also called Storytellers of Wild Creatives because it's just a great name and I love it. And so every month I choose a theme for the community. And um, for July, I chose visibility, which worked out wonderfully. I didn't even do that intentionally. (laughs) Things like that just magically come together. So throughout the month, the theme becomes a part of our conversation when we connect online. And at the end of the month, I always host a mini workshop about whatever our theme is. So for the month of visibility, I asked each of my community members to choose something that felt stretchy, something they could commit to being or doing to support them in practicing visibility in their lives. And I absolutely adore the women in my community. So it's been so awesome to witness them being willing to get uncomfortable and to lovingly take themselves on around being visible. I think visibility is important for everyone and especially for creative women. It's an opportunity to be recognized as a creative for others to witness your skills and your work It's an opportunity to collect evidence that you are indeed an artist or a writer or a musician or whatever creative thing you do, because many creative women I know are hesitant to claim the title of being an artist or being a writer. It feels stretchy just to say it. And, you know, visibility allows you to connect with other like-minded people. And that helps you form your community. 
And community is everything. It absolutely is. And being visible gives you an opportunity to receive feedback. And positive feedback can most definitely boost your confidence. And that will totally feed your creative soul and support you to finish your projects. Helps you keep going. And I most definitely think that creative women get to take up more space. So being visible is allowing the world to see things through your perspective, to hear your story. It can totally open up some awareness. Embracing visibility requires us to step out of our comfort zone. But the benefits are that it leads to great personal growth. And being willing to get uncomfortable is knowing that we can indeed do hard things and thrive. And we can learn how to receive both feedback and praise. And it's an opportunity to continue to hone our skills as creative women. So last week I participated in my friend Elizabeth's online art and poetry slam. I signed up to read a poem that I recently wrote. I mean, I actually wrote it specifically for this event, which was all about celebrating and witnessing survivors of domestic violence, which I am. So I noticed when I was, you know, in the event and I'm listening to all the other readers, I noticed that my heartbeat started to quicken and my palms were getting sweaty. And I was like, I was getting nervous. <laughs> and I realized in that moment, oh, this is my visibility stretch. Because it had been years since I'd read anything in front of a group. And I I didn't realize how vulnerable I would feel. I was just sort of like, yeah, sign me up. This sounds fun. <laughs> And then I'm in the moment going, oh my gosh, this is scary. <laughs> and I laughed to myself that the universe was not going to let me escape doing my own visibility stretch in my community, <laughs> which is fantastic because I always want to be the kind of mentor that leads by example. Like I would absolutely never ask any, any, anybody in my community to do something that I haven't already done or I would be willing to do. So this was an opportunity for me to walk the talk. <laughs> and I don't think anyone reaches a level where they don't get butterflies in their belly before performing or speaking or teaching. There's always another stretch that we all get to experience. So... And the energy of playing full out with visibility, I am going to read to you, my dear podcast listeners, the poem that I read last week. <sighs> so here we go. It's called, Who Am I? And I think my palms are a little sweaty right now. <laughs> this is great. Okay, who am I? Year after year, trauma after trauma, I began to forget what makes me me. Who am I? Maybe if I show you I am good, you will love me, see me, understand me, you'll value me. So I gave myself away to you and you and you. 
I gave until all I felt was the hollowness. Who am I? I remember growing up in Georgia, living in the cabin-like home without modern day comforts, always feeling different and less than the others. I remember being the one who lived in South Philly among the hungry pigeons, littered streets, and busyness. I remember being the woman living in the Pacific Northwest, inhaling the salty water of the Pacific Ocean and getting lost in the green, green forest. Those are all pieces of me, but who am I? I am the one who grew up in the South under the blaring hot sun and in the thick woods overrun with kudzu. I am the one who lived in the row home in South Philly with the window open, sweating in the summer night, click clacking on my typewriter. I am the one who lives in the Pacific Northwest being wooed by the smell of coffee available on every corner and swooning over the mountain ranges that guard our skies. I know who I am. I am the Leo son with a loyal heart, a heart that has felt pain and sadness, love and joy. I am the one who dances between worlds, holding my grief and my passion. I am the one in a constant state of practice, the practice of loving myself in a world that thinks I am too loud, too big, too tattooed, and too bold. They say I am too much. They want to make me smaller, quieter, and obedient, and I refuse. I don't fit in their box. I am not manicured, but instead messy. I am loud and big and tattooed and bold. I have healed the wounds that my skin and bones have felt, and now I am healing the energetic aftermath of being abused and abandoned, and I am not a victim. I am a survivor, and I am expanding bigger than anyone ever saw coming. I am Sage. <laughs> Thank you for witnessing me. That was still very stretchy. <laughs> so I would love for you to be curious about what a visibility stretch could look like for you. And if you felt called, you could always email me and tell me because I would love to know. Whew. Until next time, my beautiful friends, have a great, great day.